I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Worstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 90, and today I'm going to explain how you can determine an appropriate marketing budget for your jewelry brand. Whether you're a brand new jewelry brand or an established one, you'll definitely gain some insights and tips from this episode. But before we get to that topic, I wanna share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. So Google recently announced that it has made its Recommendations AI feature publicly available to all customers in beta. According to the official announcement, This exciting e-commerce feature gives organizations a way to deliver highly personalized product recommendations to their customers at scale. If you're interested in providing a more personalized shopping experience to your customers, and you're feeling frustrated with your website's current recommendation engine, then you may wanna try Recommendations AI and see if it improves your user experience overall. Sephora is one brand that's currently taking advantage of Recommendations AI. According to Jacqueline Luft, manager of site personalization and testing at Sephora, quote, since implementing Recommendations AI, we've seen impressive results with a 50% increase in CTR on our product pages and a nearly 2% increase in overall conversion rate on our homepage relevant to our previous machine learning driven recommendations, end quote. That's pretty impressive. I'm looking forward to seeing how jewelry brands start benefiting from this tool. The next article isn't related to marketing, but it is related to AI and the jewelry industry. I was definitely interested in the announcement from IBM and GIA that the two organizations will be working together to develop an artificial intelligence system designed to advance diamond clarity grading. According to the article from Pulse 2.0, quote, the initial concentration will be on the most popular diamond sizes and GIA will scale the artificial intelligence system to bring accurate and efficient diamond grading to more diamond sizes, shapes, and qualities, end quote. This innovative use of AI technology will definitely be a game changer for the jewelry industry. And hey, since we've already spent so much time talking about personalization, I'd like to highlight a new article from eConsultancy about using e-commerce personalization tactics to increase your conversion rate. One of the tactics I thought was the most interesting is turning your homepage hero banner into a piece of dynamic content. So this banner can actually change based on the user circumstances or location. For example, if their IP address shows that they're in a place with sunny weather, then that image can also include a model in a sunny locale. Furthermore, you can consider providing customized shipping and delivery details relevant to the user's location. I love reading about all the ways that you can customize the shopping experience for your customers. If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com signup and you'll get a digest with the links every time a new episode drops. 
Okay, let's get to it. So you may have heard the phrase, you have to spend money to make money. And that definitely applies to jewelry brands that wanna increase market share and remain competitive in their respective categories. So how much should you be spending on marketing your jewelry brand every year? And how should you be distributing that marketing budget across multiple marketing channels? In this episode, we'll help you plan your marketing spend in a strategic way. Many jewelry entrepreneurs struggle to understand how much they should be setting aside for marketing, especially if they're growing a new business and trying to increase brand awareness without any idea of how much revenue they'll be making. To make matters more complicated, a jewelry business can determine its marketing budget in a number of different ways. And unfortunately, no one size fits all formula or solution exists. What you'll need to know first. So before you can determine your marketing budget, you'll need to consider a number of factors. First, you'll need to understand that how long you've been in business will affect your marketing spend. Are you a new company that desperately needs brand awareness? Or are you a more established company that simply wants to stay top of mind with its audience? As a general rule, a newer jewelry brand will need to spend more on marketing than a well-known brand. Furthermore, your marketing spend may vary based on your business model. For example, B2C jewelry companies generally spend more on marketing than B2B jewelry companies. After you gauge your needs based on your current position in the marketplace and your business model, you'll also want to calculate your gross revenue, which is the revenue your company receives before taxes or any other deductions. In some instances, your marketing budget will simply be a percentage of the gross revenue. In other instances, it will serve as a guide to help you set appropriate marketing goals. So what should you do if you're a brand new startup jewelry business? So if you're brand new and you don't have any sales history, then you may not even know your revenue. According to the US Small Business Administration, businesses during the brand building years spend much more than established businesses on marketing, up to 20% of their anticipated gross revenue. You're probably wondering, where am I supposed to get the money if I'm not making any money? In some rare cases, a jewelry brand is able to receive outside funding, which they can use to support their marketing efforts. For example, the jewelry brand Majuri raised $30 million in Series B funding in 2019, bringing the total investment in the company up to $38 million. It's not really clear what percentage of those funds they've used for their marketing, but they've definitely been able to invest some of that money in lucrative marketing efforts like influencer marketing, paid social media marketing campaigns, professional product and lifestyle photography, and more. As a result, they've been able to grow at a rapid fire pace. If you're not Majuri, then you're like most brand new jewelry brands, and you need to establish a fixed marketing budget, which means you simply have to choose a number you feel comfortable spending and then scale from there. Regardless of the number you choose, you must commit that number to paper and then do your research to figure out how you can maximize your spend so you can eventually increase your marketing budget in a strategic way. Other new to market small business owners determine their marketing budget based on short-term objectives. 
For example, if they know that a certain amount of money will help them promote their virtual trade show event, which will likely help them reach a monetary sales goal, then they will decide they feel comfortable spending that amount since they feel confident that this event will help them profit and make their one-time marketing investment worth it. I kind of tend to discourage this fly by the seat of your pants approach since it doesn't really support long-term planning, but it does work for scrappy new brands that are trying to make money they can reinvest into a more sustainable long-term marketing budget. Established jewelry brands. So if you run an established jewelry business with a fairly predictable annual revenue, then you have an advantage when it comes to planning your marketing budget. The SBA asserts that established small businesses with revenues less than $5 million should be dedicating about 7 to 8% of their revenue to marketing and then distributing that budget across brand development and advertising costs. Brand development may refer to upgrading your e-commerce website, creating content for your blog and social media channels, updating your marketing videos, and more. Advertising costs may refer to the cost of Facebook or Google ads and the fee to have a professional manage those ads for you. Those costs should also cover any tools or technologies you use to support your marketing efforts, like your email marketing platform, your website hosting costs, your social media planning tools, and more. These guidelines from the SBA assume that your business has profit margins in the range of 10 to 12%. To put that range into perspective, most fine jewelry brands far exceed that margin. A 2010 study conducted by National Jewelers showed that 45% of respondents said their margins were between 20 and 47%. A more recent study from in-store in 2018 showed that the average profit margin for jewelry brands is about 45%. Of course, your profit margin will vary based on your product category and specific business model. If you're operating at a loss, then you should not use SBA's budgeting guidelines for your business. Instead, you should first focus on lowering your margins and spending more on marketing so you can start making sales and get out of the red. Instead of following the percentage approach, some jewelry business owners simply try to determine how much their competitors are spending on marketing and then try to match that in an effort to keep up with the Joneses, as they say, and not fall behind. Distributing and updating your budget. So to distribute your marketing budget, you'll also wanna consider all the ways you'll be marketing throughout the year, which should be outlined in your marketing plan. Your chosen channels and tactics can include your social media presence, your email marketing campaigns, your photography, your digital advertising, your website, your SEO, and more. While it's true that some of these things can be managed for free, like social media and SEO, you'll still need to consider your time, any paid tools that are helping you optimize your processes, and any consulting fees you incur from professionals outside of your organization. You should also know that your marketing budget isn't necessarily fixed. For example, during the COVID-19 pandemic, many jewelry entrepreneurs cut back on their marketing budgets because they lost revenue or were feeling uncertain about the future. On the other hand, some jewelry entrepreneurs actually doubled down on their marketing spend during the COVID-19 pandemic because they realized they could increase market share while their competitors weren't spending as much money on marketing. 
strategic spending. So knowing how much to spend on marketing is just a small part of using your marketing budget effectively. In addition, you'll wanna spend that money in a strategic, thoughtful way and put it toward initiatives with the best return on investment. You'll need to have both a sound marketing strategy and marketing plan, which we talked about in episode 89, and you'll need to understand both your competitors and customers. Even though hiring an experienced marketing consultant can eat into your marketing budget, that person's knowledge and wisdom can help you save money in the long run because he or she can advise you on the best decisions for your brand. Unfortunately, some jewelry business owners don't understand the value of high quality marketing and they try to cut corners by hiring cheap service providers. However, you don't always get what you pay for, but you always pay for what you get as the saying goes. If you don't spend your marketing budget wisely the first time, you'll probably have to spend it again and again. Taking the time to track your marketing results and measuring the efficacy of your marketing will also help you understand the true value of your marketing budget. If you experience a stellar sales month, then you may wanna evaluate what you did differently that month and then invest more money into whatever that may be. If you had a dismal sales month, then you may wanna pull back on the type of marketing that you were doing that month. At the same time, you do need to realize that your sales results aren't necessarily a direct result of your marketing since market fluctuations can also happen for other reasons. In addition, you should know that the results of some marketing tactics, especially things like influencer marketing, can be really difficult to measure. So you have to feel comfortable with a small degree of uncertainty about your marketing spend. All in all, as long as you're following a plan and making conservative decisions based on your business goals and realistic expectations, then you're more than likely choosing the right marketing budget for your jewelry band's current situation. What do you think? You can always email me, Larissa, that's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com with your questions, comments, and feedback. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.